Support comes from the Wiregrass Archives at Troy University's Dothan campus, identifying and preserving historical documents and photographs for research related to the Wiregrass region. More information at troy.edu slash wiregrassarchives. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Literacy is something people tend to take for granted, not realizing there are those who cannot read and write, whatever their age. So we're visiting with Margaret Gunter, immediate past president of the Alabama Literacy Alliance. Last fall, we met at the Alabama Wildlife Federation's Alabama Nature Center, known for its year-round outdoor education opportunities. And we learned from Margaret how literacy and reading enhance lives, no matter the age. Margaret, great to be with you today. Education is one of the aims of this group, right? Absolutely. Carolyn, reading is a fundamental for everyone The Alliance was founded in 2011 with the purpose of bringing together professionals from across the state who have an interest in literacy. Why were you concerned personally about this mission? I just feel strongly about reading being a basic skill that should be afforded to all Alabamians, in fact, people anywhere, everywhere. Bringing up my children, that was a mainstay in our household. I read to them, and they have maintained those reading skills. And you can just take an adventure in a book, and I think it's something that everyone should do. Margaret, professionally, you are the communications director for the Alabama Commission on Higher Education, which is all about education of adults and young adults. But in order to get to higher education, we have to educate our young people. And we're constantly looking at statistics comparing Alabama children and how they rate with children in other states. We do look at test scores. Part of the Literacy Alliance is to bring together professionals from all walks of literacy, from pre-K all the way through higher education. There is a high population in the state of adults who are not literate. So we really look at giving them opportunities to learn how to read. In fact, we sponsored the Alabama Reading Summit. We had over 180 professionals who came together to discuss platforms, venues, and ways that we can improve reading throughout the state for all age levels. You mentioned literacy of adults, and I have interviewed people who train adults how to read. Some of the adult students have said they are actually learning from their own school students. So how severe a problem is it? One of the most interesting meetings that we had was in South Alabama when we had a lady who came and spoke to us. She did not learn to read until she was 50 years old. The amazing thing about this, people can keep a lot of secrets, and that was her big secret to her family. In fact, her children, when they would come to her, they would say, you know, help me with this problem, and she would just turn it around and say, you're the student. I'm not your teacher. Ask your teacher. You should know how to do that. She drove because she memorized the color scheme of the stoplights. 
So it is amazing because a lot of it is they're just embarrassed. Do not be embarrassed. There is help to be had. So please take advantage of that help. We have worked with a lot of the school systems and put books in schools and we have supported literacy programs where we actually gave away books and a lot of different book drives. So what strides has the organization been making? We have partnered with different organizations throughout the state, making people aware that there is a group out there, a nonprofit group, that it is trying to help Alabama improve, not only on reading scores when you're looking at a classroom environment, but in pleasure reading for all people. In fact, we've talked to a lot of people who learn to read at a later age, and they said the number one reason they wanted to learn to read was because they wanted to read the Bible. Having talked with one or two literacy instructors, one of them told me that each student has a goal. One of his students had the goal of earning his driver's license. Right. There are a lot of goals that people set for themselves, and every job requires some type of reading. And a lot of times, Carolyn, we just take for granted, thinking everyone knows how to do that. That's not the case. So, Margaret, concerning the reading ages, and you talked about reading to your own children, how early should parents start? Oh, the earlier the better. I mean, I can remember being pregnant and literally reading books out loud, and then as soon as they were born, reading the same ones over and over until I thought, have you not memorized this yet? But children love the repetitive nature of doing that that really helps a lot of times people learn how to read and then of course when they started school they knew how to read to a certain extent and then they just built on that. So are we making strides as a state with this spectrum of learning from toddlers all the way through adults? Well certainly in this state we have a very strong pre-k program and I think in early childhood that is a main focus and emphasis put on reading. It just builds on that really point that I want to make. Do not be embarrassed. Do not be ashamed to ask for help. There are locations around and you can always get in touch with us. We have alabamaliteracyalliance.org is our website. Contact information is found on that for any resource material you may need. Think about how smart a person has to be to navigate the culture when they cannot read. And as you talked about earlier, they're looking at the symbols like a traffic light or a sign. And this is how they navigate the society. But how much easier it is if they can read. Not only easier, Carolyn, but also more enjoyable. If you can go into a grocery store and actually pick up something and read the ingredients on a package of food or something of that nature, no one is fooling you by telling you otherwise. So it's just something that depends on how badly you want it. And there are different ways of learning to read. And again, we make those a priority of letting people know that through the Literacy Alliance. So does the Literacy Alliance see that we have enough instructors or do we need more reading instructors for, say, adults? We feel like this is just a main focus. The Alabama Literacy Act addressed a lot of those issues, and we saw with the pandemic that was a time when people fell behind even more. So we've got some catching up to do from that aspect, but I think a lot of strides are being made. A lot of people are making this a priority. What you're telling us is reading is fundamental. 
it is the first step in a great educational system. So if you don't know how to read as an adult, let me encourage you strongly to get the help that you need. Again, do not be ashamed. Do not be embarrassed. And as children, read, read, read. If you have children at home, read to them if they are not of the age that they're reading yet. They just love books. And when you flip it to the other side, if there are people who have time on their hands and would like to volunteer in this arena, what would they do? Again, we have a website, alabamaliteracyalliance.org. We're always looking for volunteers to join us. We have on the board people who represent all areas of the spectrum from early education through higher education, people who work or just volunteers doing what they can to help make that a reality. What have people who have learned to read tell you? It's absolutely the greatest experience of their life. The woman that I mentioned earlier down in South Alabama, she gathered all of her family members together and told them about all those years she had been, as she put it, living a lie. And it was just great. She said she just couldn't get enough of it, just reading everything she could get her hands on. She was proud, and her family was even prouder. Is there anything else you want your listeners to know about this central issue in our society? Keep reading, keep sharing, keep encouraging others to read, and check out our website, alabamaliteracyalliance.org. Thank you for being our guest today. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for having me. That was Margaret Gunter, immediate past president of the Alabama Literacy Alliance, statewide advocates for literacy and reading initiatives. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.